podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? If anything, I wanted less. Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody! Wow, Pete always wants less, isn't that right? Uh, episode 53 or something? I have no idea. But with me, as always, I'm Tiggs, by the way. We have Russ. I'm still here. On the phone. Uh, Alex. I'm not robophobic. And Peter. Less is more. Less is more, and that is true. But let's start this off with the Rust Down, because it's been a while, guys. I haven't had a Rust Down in a while. And I want to hear about the Monuments Men. Sure thing. <laughs> Didn't think that one was coming first. <laughs> no one saw that coming. That's why we're starting with it. Keeping you on your toes, guys. Or two, or catching fire, or... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright. The Monuments Men, directed by George Clooney. <laughs> An unlikely boring World War II platoon is tasked to rescue boring art pieces. <laughs> From boring Nazi thieves and return them to their boring owners. So, Russ, if you could describe this movie in one word, what would it be? Uh, really entertaining, actually. <laughs> no, it, it, this movie is just a weird series of vignettes, pretty much, okay. with all these characters. Yep. And there are a lot of them, it feels like. Uh, there's that guy from Downton Abbey. There's George Clooney. Hugh Vonable. Yeah, there's Matt oh, yeah. Damon. Uh, there's Bob Balaban and Bill Murray and John Goodman. I think I said John Goodman. <laughs> He's there twice. Uh, John so, Dujardin. Yeah, and John. That's it. And John Dujardin. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yep. Mel. So, uh, right. There's a, there's there are a lot of people in the movie. Yes. And you don't really get to know, and it's a two hour long movie, and you don't really get to know anyone that well. Like someone will have a mon- oh. like a monologue. Like, everyone pretty much gets one moment where they, like, toast to something. Or they go, like, I've got some kids and I really like art. Uh, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't really get to... That's... Uh, and there's some good moments with the characters. And the movie has, like, some heart, it feels like. Like, it really, you know, it believes in the things it's trying to to to, to talk about and wants to share this story. It just doesn't do it very entertaining. Okay. But is it funny? No. It's super boring. Okay. It's, no. Yeah. It, there's there's some attempts at like trying to be goofy, but I, I mean because like you got like Bill Murray and Jugga, man, those guys can like do dry humor pretty well. It's not even nothing for them. Um, Wait, John Goodman's in it. <laughs> yeah, John Goodman's in it. Alex, why didn't you list him? I, I, I meant to. Sorry, sorry, John. Long time listener. John Goodman. <laughs> Uh, so, no, I, I feel like you get, like, the moment, because I think it was one that was in the, the trailer, like, Matt Damon steps on a mine, um, for, like, a second, so, like, they have to goofily be like, oh, what do we do? Um, paint a picture. And they paint a picture, and they, they find more art. Nice. Uh, yeah, but that stuff kind of doesn't really pan out, because you don't stay with anything long enough. Yep. Wow. I don't think anyone's bad in it. I think, like, you know, they, like, Bob Balaban, it's fun to see him acting, uh, not in, like, a... Are the know, Nazis bad? You don't really see many Nazis. There, I don't. You really? Yeah, I think you see that one Nazi guy who uh, stole some art. <laughs> yep. That's that. Uh, Kate Blanchett's got a pretty good uh, accent. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought I thought she was all right. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie just doesn't pan out. Like you, you'd expect better from all these guys and George Clooney. Uh, but the movie just is not cohesive. Is there, does it end with like uh, the Curse of the Flying Hellfish, where it's just like a random German guy comes by and like gets all the art? <laughs> <laughs> and fun boys. <laughs> I'm going to go see Kraftwerk. 
uh, it more ends with a. <laughs> it more just ends with like a PowerPoint presentation, pretty much. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a, a goof. That's just like it just ends with George Clooney talking at some slides. Really? Yeah. Okay. How art's Spoilers. Like really, art's like really important. Yeah, that's that's Clooney's takeaway. That's what he wants you to get from this. And like, if nothing else, like art, art's cool. Okay. So, do you guys find art better now? No, this movie was like learning, but like worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have to agree. I think like you need to either make this movie a lot more serious and focus on a few more people, or make it a little funnier okay. with all these guys. Instead, it's, yep. it's in weird limbo. That's the worst kind of limbo. That is a pretty bad limbo. All right, yeah. yeah you guys, I have nothing else to say about this. Do you guys want to rate it? You yeah. too? All right, Russ. I think Wait. I dropped. Just count it. Who's going first? You said, you said Russ, but I'll go first. Uh, that's cool. I'll go. Uh, this movie, two and a half. Alex? Yeah, I, yeah, two and a half out of five. All right, yeah. So let us just keep this train mowing on. That's not what a train does. Uh, and let's talk about the Lego movie. We all saw that. <laughs> Yep. So what is this train keep gonna keep doing? Mowing. Mowing. Yeah, it's just gonna keep mowing. <laughs> what do you use train to cut your lawn? Flying through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us the rust down for the Lego. Movie. Sure, the Lego Movie, directed by Lord and Miller, an ordinary Lego minifigure builder is recruited to join a quest to stop an evil Lego tyrant. From gluing the universe together. Okay. Yeah, it sounds that's, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, Pete, what do you what do you think of the Lego Movie? <laughs> Sorry, me and Adam are giggling about something. Um, we were still joking about me and Adam are still joking about how the train moves. <laughs> you guys just wait. That's gonna that's gonna be lexicon soon. Just... Yeah. Um. I saw it twice. Yes, you did. And it's and the Lego Movie, which I saw twice, is the reason why I didn't go see Monuments Men or RoboCop. There you go. Because <laughs> like, this movie is just so goddamn enjoyable. Why am I gonna leave my house to go see something that isn't gonna be so goddamn enjoyable? <laughs> like the second anyone was like, "Oh, RoboCop, that wasn't that great," I was like, "I'm staying indoors." <laughs> and I'm just gonna picture scenes from the Lego Movie in my head. <laughs> I mean, uh, all around, Lego Movie was just fucking fun from the the start of it to the very end of it. Uh, the guys who did Clone High, right? Yeah, yeah, just kind of like taking it, just being like, "Well, we can make a Lego Movie," and then just running with it, <laughs> or mowing with it, as some might say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just mowing the train. Just mowing the train with it. <laughs> so even, I mean, they have like what one song throughout that whole goddamn movie, and it's brilliant. Oh, and it's the catchiest goddamn the catchiest thing fucking song in the world. Yeah. Uh, did you did you have high expectations for this? Anyone? What's that? No. Did you, do you guys have high expectations for this at all? Um, what, it will, oh, I, I knew I would like it. When I first heard this was happening, there was like a Lego movie. What are you, dumb? Yeah. Like, how badly do you need money? Right. And then, like, I saw a trailer. I was like, you know what? It, it looks kind of cute. Yeah. And then I saw more trailers and more trailers. I was like, okay, I get it. You want people to buy movie tickets, but also Legos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it just continues, like, Chris Pratt's domination of the world right now. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's exactly what Pete was talking about. Less is yeah. more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then, and, but then, like the first, like really positive review came out. I was like, you know what? This could be. This could be fantastic. 
Yeah, I, I had like middling expectations, I guess. Uh, you know, whenever Lego or anything with the Lego name attached to it has been something interactive, or you know, whether it be the games or you know shows and, and stuff like that, it's always you know it could be meh, it could be pretty good, but it's never just fucking you know just like uh, actually recommending it to everyone that you talk to. But I ended up just recommending this movie to pretty much everyone that I talked to. Yeah, and and everyone, pretty much all the guests, like all the cameos, everything in there is. is... It all works. Cameo voices. All, yeah, they're all really funny. Yeah. Like, everyone, like Charlie Day. Yeah, even really good in it. Uh, who's who's been doing pretty good as a cameo guy between this and uh, what's it called? Pacific Kaiju. Monsters University. Uh, Kaiju movie. Pacific you mean oh, one, right. one of the main characters? Yeah. He wasn't one of the main characters in that. Well, I guess he was. <laughs> I don't think you know what the word cameo means. I think uh, yeah. You're spelling cameo with a uh, K. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense then. Uh, but Will Arnett. Really funny is Batman. Great, yeah, great Batman. First, all right. So uh, I guess spoilers, but so it goes live action. Sure, and it's and that's all seated throughout the movie, pretty much. What'd you guys think of that part? I that thought it, I thought it was a really nice little message. Yeah, and a point to the whole thing. Right. Um. It it made it. It's it simultaneously made it more than just a Lego commercial, but also more of a Lego commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know what? Kudos on being able to do that. Yeah. It, it was really funny watching, like, Fox News flip out of this movie being anti-business when the whole thing's a commercial. <laughs> it made me just want right to know Legos. Oh. Uh, because, like, even when it got sentimental, I was like, guys, we should all buy some Legos right now and play with them. Like, that's all I wanted to do. Has anyone bought some yep. Legos since then? Nah. No. No. <laughs> I, uh, when, it come, when it comes out, I'm going to buy the Ecto-1 because it looks real good. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, you sent me a picture of the Ecto one recently, and that definitely looks awesome. The Simpsons house that's coming out also looks fantastic. The Simpsons house is two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it's probably still going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, how many uh, board games have you kickstarted? I don't know, like a dozen and a half. I don't know, like I don't keep a count of all this stuff in my head. I just have like a shrine to every board game still in plastic wrap. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I think that this is equally, you know, it's one of those family movies that adults will just really enjoy. And it's not like, but it's not uh, in the same way that, I don't know, like a Paranorman where it's just like, oh, there's actually these weird jokes that are just for adults or things that you'll only understand as adults. It's just, it's just fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. You guys want to rate it? Five. Next. Russ. Um, yeah. Five. Alex. Uh, and I'll give it a four. Nice. Yeah, take that, you okay, guys. <laughs> um, all right, and so let's just keep moving on uh, with The Wind Rises. Let us get the rust down for that. We can get the rust down when I get to it. The rust down coming at you. Uh, the wind rises. <laughs> Got it. The Wind Rises by Hayao Miyazaki. Um, whatever. Don't care. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm, it's America, so uh, this is a look. Oh, well, you know, I don't care. Uh, a look at the life of Hero. It's a J, but I don't know how they do things. Jiro. Jiro. Jiro Horikoshi, the man who designed Japanese fire planes during World War II. You had no problem with Horikoshi, but Jiro kind of threw you there for a little bit at the beginning. Well, I don't know if it's Hero, but then I was like, 
Well, you know, Jays can sometimes be other things. Yogging, like who knows? <laughs> That's a good anchor uh, anchorman reference you got in there. Well, I mean, it's ten years old. It's about time. That's true. Uh, all right, Miyazaki's quote unquote <laughs> final film. Yeah, a- again, I guess. So, uh, Tiggs, how would you feel about that if that was his final film? Uh, that's fine. Uh, you know, I, I don't expect it to really be his final film. I'm sure he'll actually at least have a hand in, in a lot of stuff coming. But, you know, it's a beautifully animated and beautifully directed film. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I definitely think, in the I Studio think, Ghibli style. Yeah, I thought it was really striking. And, um, you know, it does it does a lot of cool stuff with, you know, the, the animation, like just like the flying sequences, the point of view, the, yeah. the dream sequences. I think those are all really impressive. Yeah. Uh, problem is we saw the... Uh, dub yeah the dubbed version of it which i didn't even know existed uh all the trailers that i had seen in theaters were all subtitled so it was just sort of a shock when we just got there and it was joseph gordon levitt talking yeah it was weird it was weird that it's a limited release movie but they would still show the dub version yeah and i guess, i mean there were there were definitely kids there which is interesting yeah, there were some kids crying yeah there was definitely some kids crying some kids screaming you know it was just terrifying right no okay yeah uh i don't know how I felt about the script of this movie too, and I think some of that is just the dub, but man, just some of the dialogue and everything just it felt so stilted, even more so than like a lot of dubbed anime shows I've seen. I think that I mean I I do I'm not going to say that the script was perfect, and there was definitely a, some and it, for like a two hour eight minute film which felt its length, uh, oh, yeah. there was definitely some stuff that could have been trimmed out. But <laughs> I actually enjoyed a lot of the like, kind of like a lot of the weird bits and pieces that just kind of seemed to go almost nowhere at times like it felt it felt dreamy it felt like it was you were just part of the dream again and like it didn't really have to go anywhere because you were just there and that just like living it out and i do think a lot of it is or at least some of it is the um the dubbing because john krasinski and joseph gordon levitt i mean you know yeah they're john... usually pretty great but jesus christ john krasinski is just selling me phones again apparently in the <laughs> I thought he, i'm pretty sure he was just woken up yeah that's what it sounded like he just he <laughs> literally like woke up went in like recorded the dialogue in like 45 minutes and then left that's what it felt like well, that's, I mean, that's how most American actors do the dubbing. They're like, uh, yeah, exactly. John, don't, like, don't, don't do like a Japanese accent or anything, but just sound like you're tired. <laughs> and, that's, and that's American Japanese, apparently. If you think, like, Princess Mononoke, everyone in that film, in that dub version, sounds like they're sleeping. I, I've never actually seen the dub version. Uh, but, I mean, but Martin Short got it. Martin he Short was, fucking... Yeah, he did a good anime it. voice. Yeah, it was a perfect anime voice. Like, he just knew... And so, you know what? For Werner Herzog, good weird anime oh, voice. Fucking terrible. Werner Herzog is the most terrifying person in the world in this movie. Wait, also, he's in it? He's... Well, I mean, not live action. That would be even scarier. But uh, <laughs> he like, voices a German guy that's like, you know, because... Uh, uh, hero, you know, gets sent to like Germany a lot, things like that, and, and and is you know making the planes for the for the war, and you know meets this this German guy. And just the animation on him, just like the way he looks at you and doesn't quite blink and doesn't really look right, and it's Werner Herzog's voice coming yeah. out, and like He's the just, eyes uh, of that character are freaky as hell. Oh, they stared through me. Yeah, uh, Stanley Tucci also does a pretty good job. Uh, and he just kept keeps repeating Japanese boy for a couple of times, and it's hysterical. But like, even just some of like the ambient dialogue in this movie was weird. I'm just like, what a great guy! It's just like, kinda, <laughs> yeah, right, he's a pretty weird. good guy. Like <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely trying to uh, to push that point that like, hey, the guy who created you know the zero, 
oh, decent guy. And like even from the almost very beginning when they're talking about the warplanes and uh, and he's meeting Caproni in a dream. Uh, he's just like, planes should not be used for war. These, these are just beautiful things, even though, you know, Caproni was showing him a, a bomber. But whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, there's very weird dual messaging at some points during it. But <laughs> it was just, it was try, it was trying so hard to just put the point that, like, this is a this. He was a decent guy. He caught a hat like this was a nice guy. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it went a little bit both ways, and totally. I feel like they they definitely went so far as like making him such a good guy that he doesn't have a personality. Yeah, I could see that, uh, uh, but I, I mean, that... I think that, I think that is partially like he is just obsessed with the work, right? And and that's why I, I think he really has, or he's supposed to have no personality, and then you know has the one design that you see pretty much throughout the movie, and then cut to the end, or not even cut, it's <laughs> yeah. like four seconds later, and she's like, oh, here's the brand new design, uh, which you don't ever see him really work on, but I guess the, uh, the the subtext there is that someone died, and then he was able to devote all of himself to the planes, and that's kind of depressing as well. Sure, yeah. Uh, depressing movie, for the most part, too. Most like, you know, like all the Ghibli films, pretty depressing at times. Yeah, I just, I, I also felt like it just kind of didn't, didn't you didn't get close enough to. I know you saw, you know, some of those the the characters that you're supposed to be sad about things for a lot of the movie. But I still feel like again that we didn't get to know them well enough, and just like it was just like, right? Oh, and like sometimes the bad things were stated so matter of factly that it was jarring. Yeah. Like oh, and I'm dying. Like that's literally <laughs> all line in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's. It's weird. It doesn't translate, and I think again, a lot of that is the dub. Um, but there, there's some stuff that was that was lost. Totally. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Compared to uh, Pete, what's your favorite of the Ghibli films? Um, Good answer, uh, cool. Alex. What's your favorite cool. of the Ghibli films? I mean, it's 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 pretty uh, it's a stereotypical one, but I'd say a Spirited Away. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely agree with that. Or like, I don't know, Graveyard. But I can't talk about that movie in front of Pete. Uh, so, God. shut up, Tiggs. <laughs> All right, Pete. What would you give this? I will say, if this is if this was his last movie, I'm a little upset just because I would love to see him tackle another biopic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think, like, granted, like that studio has created some of the most like amazing fantasy, yeah, visuals. But uh, when he like tackles nonfiction, it's like it's so so interesting. Totally. More than like any other live action biopics been in the past, like. Yeah, eat it, Lincoln. So yeah, Pete, what would you give this? Three. Three. Alex, what would you give I, this? I, yeah, I echo that three. I'm going to give it three and a half. Such a bitch. I know, totally. And let's move on to the final move. Wow, this is definitely a less is more podcast. One left. One rust down left. Just mowing, right? Just mowing just down. Mowing. This, this train is mowing, just guys. Mowing along. <laughs> Uh, RoboCop. Let me get a rusty. RoboCop. <laughs> sure. I'm a RoboCop. RoboCop, directed by Jose Padilla. In 2020 Detroit, with Alex Murphy, a loving husband, father, and good cop, it's critically injured in the line of duty. The multinational conglomerate Omnicorp sees their chance for a part man, part robot police officer. That was actually a really good RoboCop. And, well, and, no, that's, and, that's like and a grindhouse trailer. That's awesome. Like, poor RoboCop. Oh, machine. Like, no, that, that, was, that was not. So don't try and do this, what Russ does. I can't. That's why I can't. Are you kidding? I can't do the job. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, so yeah, RoboCop. Who saw it? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Russ, you did as well, right? I saw it. Yeah. Okay. It's not terrible. <laughs> I didn't think it was terrible either. It's all right. It had its moments for sure. I thought it was it was interesting. They kind of dropped that whole nano machine thing almost immediately. Yep, yep. That was just the beginning. There's... When Metal Gear Solid Four for like that first ten minutes. Yeah, and then uh, and then no more nano machines. Then big fucking machines mowing people down. Yeah, but I I I thought that, like when they got to the development of RoboCop. Yeah. And the the first implementations of them, I thought that stuff was was a cool different take. Yeah. Of like going the opposite way on you know the the old Paul Verhoeven one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know rather than trying because that one's just like a crazy satire, so you know going the opposite on this one, I guess is really all you can do. Oh, um, oh do we just, just... Did drop or was that just whatever? <laughs> None of this matters. Uh, <laughs> Pete's just having his dinner. <laughs> Uh, every, all is right in the world, and I and I guess also on that on that same note, I think that is the satire. Of, I think he is the satire. Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be like the the funny Greek chorus to yeah. the thing. Um, exactly. And also, I feel like you don't you don't get like uh, another problem is is, is what's his name uh, Michael Keaton's kind of motivation for some of the stuff. He kind of just becomes evil. That you can tell that this movie had a lot of issues being made because what ended up coming out was a, was a halfway decent movie but he was like I'll never do another Hollywood movie again yeah like, and this you, is the worst experience and you can kind of tell because at parts there's like oh there's a pretty cool movie that this guy yeah, and totally. then and then you can see where there are parts that just like I saw Alex before like, I thought everything they did in the beginning with RoboCop was awesome. Like, like he was actually still himself. Like, he yeah. had his same yeah, brain, cool, same yeah. personality, all that stuff. And then they're like, ah, you know what, fuck it. Let's turn him into a super robot now. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to see more of that interplay between, like, now and this fucking man thing. Uh, like, like the, the fact that, like, Alex Murphy still had his family. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. Like that in this one, as opposed to, like, in, you know, the... The, original, the, the old see, one where, where they're just like you they're, they're gone sometimes, that. yeah. And uh, you know now he actually had to like adapt to like okay I'm a I'm a crazy ass big big robot. Like I would have really enjoyed watching like RoboCop dad watching like uh, a Red Wings game with his son just for like four seconds. Like that would have been pretty funny. Throwing a, a football at like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like. <laughs> oh. Exactly, throwing a football. All right, well, mowing okay. it, mowing it with a train, something like that. I don't know. Mowing with a train. Yeah. All right. Let's just, you know what? Yeah. Let's we'll, just rate this. Let's rate this, Alec. What do you think? I give this a, a, a three. Uh, Russ. I I give it a three, not for what it was, but for what it could. Uh, and I will echo that, and also. Give it a three. All right. Yes. <laughs> and that is. Our Less Is More podcast, the new name of this podcast, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. What do you guys think, or should we just call it Moen? It's Moen the Law. The Moen Moen podcast. You can catch us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us. You can email us your fake Friday, uh, fake movie Fridays. <laughs> fake Fridays. Fake Fridays or fake movie Fridays, which, by the way, we haven't checked because Russ's brother sent us two last year that were never read. <laughs> 
You checked? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I checked it uh, last week. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read them. I, 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 they're in the email still. Going to post them up on this Friday. Because uh, I mean, we posted some of the stuff. Yeah, no, I know. It was at like the end of the year. Uh, I don't know when the last time we all checked it was, but it seemed to have been a while. Uh, movie, movie podcast. Uh, June, last, last, last June. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you, you can find us the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. Uh, our variety show, The Kyle. Uh, we do some improv. We're the priest and the beekeeper. It's the third Thursday of every month at 8 p.m. Sharp. Yeah, usually 8.10. Uh, no, I actually out. don't be able to be uh, yeah, you can see us, you can come out, see Zach Roussard, our, our good friend and co-host, who does stand-up, a very funny man, and uh, it's a good time, so come on out to Long Island City, sunny Long Island City, because that's where everyone wants to be. I, I, I live right down the road, so fuck it. Uh, thank you guys for being here with me this week, and we'll see you all next week, or next yeah. time, on the movie, movie podcast.